I just beat down a spicy chicken sandwich from Chick-fil-A. I'm ready to go. Noah's ready to go. We're ready to go. It's the Sports Desk Podcast. You know who it is by now. Uh, sorry we haven't been back with you guys in a little bit now. It's probably been like 10, 12 days. We recorded an episode, did some uh, NFL preview type content, listened back on it, kind of let it ruminate a little bit. We didn't like that shit, so we scrapped it. And here we are coming correct with you guys. Uh, going to be the same kind of content, an NFL preview. Going to talk a little bit about win projections, uh, look at the first week of the NFL season. It's only two days away, guys. Football's back. College football's back in full swing as well. Um, might talk a little bit about that, but it's mostly going to be NFL. Don't want to hinder this episode any longer. So without further ado, we're on that tape. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's the one, the only Sports Desk Podcast. I'm back. Bennett's back. We back. We're back. And uh, the NFL is back. Oh, shit. It's it's going down. I'm yelling timber. And the wise words of Mr. 305, Mr. Worldwide, Pitbull. I don't think Pitbull's really a big NFL fan, but he's definitely like a Miami Dolphins fan. Oh, big Miami guy. So what we're going to do this episode, we're going to go through basically every, or not basically, we're going through every NFL team and uh, looking at their win projection, we're going to decide if it's going to be over or under, and then just, you know, talk about the team, if there's any headlines going around or anything, so makes it quick on the shitty teams like Detroit, but uh, we'll get in depth around, you know, more relevant teams like Philadelphia Eagles. Sure. And let's start there. Let's start with the NFC East. Let's start with the Philadelphia Eagles, who are projected to go 10 wins. Uh, I'm going over here. Uh, well, no th- shit you're th- going over, obviously. There's no way we win less than 11 games. Yeah, th- this guy, this guy Noah Worthington, quick disclaimer, he sits in front of a Fly Eagles fly towel from the divisional playoff game uh, during their Super Bowl season. He sits in front of that towel every time we record, yeah, so the Eagles are... Uh, on his brain, in his heart, all the time. And, uh, yeah, I, c- I could see why you go that route. I'm going to agree with you. I concur. I have the Eagles going 12-4 and four this season. The NFC East is relatively weak, especially when you get to teams like the Washington Redskins, yeah. New York Giants. A lot, of, um, a lot of uneasiness around the Cowboys organization as well, even for as much talent uh, that's there. I think we go 5-6 and six in the division, lose one of the games to Dallas. Uh, I don't know which one. Uh I would assume it's the one in Dallas. And then I don't think it's mathematically possible to go five and six in division. You mean shit. How many division games is it? Six? Yeah, there's six. Five you mean six. five and one? Five and one, yeah. Five of six, I mean. That's what I meant. Yeah, five I was like, six. I know I know what he's putting down yeah, yeah. here. Um and then I have us losing to Chicago. Uh mm-hmm. I just they have such a good defense. Right. And uh, I just, that's like a perfect storm. Aside from Cody Parkey being Cody Parkey last year, I think the Bears really had y'all's number in that game. I got to yeah. be honest. Yeah. And then, we, I mean, we play New England and we play Seattle and like Minnesota, Green Bay, Atlanta. But uh, those are all teams that are very beatable, especially like New England jumps out on paper like, oh, we might lose that. 
But I, I just think going into that game, there'll be a lot of like headlines about the whole underdog thing. Um, you know, Tom Brady might, you know, talk some shit, which is going to piss off our defense. So it's going to wake, saw up, what, wake we, up the Bears. Yeah, we saw what happened in the Super Bowl. So I just think that's going to happen again. I, uh, I don't know. History tends to repeat itself. Yeah. Um, and then moving on to the Cowboys, uh, they're projected to go nine wins. Uh, I, I'm I, I think I, I have them right there right yeah at nine, so. I, I'll, I'll uh there's not a lot of teams that are gonna be right on the button for me I do have Dallas going nine and seven though I just don't see them you know getting over the hump kind of limited offensive weapons aside from like Zeke Elliott um, Amari Cooper didn't really jump off the page until last season or late last season I should say uh, it is good though that they got that Zeke situation straightened out he's definitely gonna sign in the next coming days it's a it's a foregone conclusion at this point. He's flown back from Cabo. He's in a much better situation than Dude, he uh, has some that other Alvin Kamara nose piercing now. Like no, the, the, the really? Like, the like thing, the bull thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know what you call that. I'm sorry. What a biter! Like Alvin Kamara is the only guy that can rock that. What a biter, dude! Yeah, Alvin Kamara pulls that off. I think he's closely related to Lil Uzi. I get the same kind of vibe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with yeah. the piercings and shit. Yep. But uh, he he runs like it. Not that Zeke doesn't, but. I, I don't know. I think Alvin Kamara. I'm kind of biased. Fuck the Cowboys. Yeah, quick, right. You know, quick side note. But I think Alvin Kamara rocks it a little better. And I don't think the Dallas Cowboys, you know, rock above nine wins this season. I, they have a tough schedule too. Yeah, uh, that was my next play, point. They play at New Orleans. Oof. They, uh, of course, they have one home game against us and then one away game with against us. They play Minnesota at home, and then they play at New England, at Chicago, and then they have. To finish out the season, they play the Rams, us at, at Philly, and then Washington. Uh, I think that's a, that's a real tough. I mean, outside of Washington, that's a real tough. You right. go Chicago, L.A., Philly on three games. That, that's tough. That's, that's, those, that's Playoffs come early right yeah, there. Yeah. Not that Dallas is going to make it per se, but that is a playoff-like schedule. The team, Those teams, uh, Chicago— LA and Philly are all going to be in postseason form. So those are like playoff games in a sense. And late in the season, that does not bode well for Dallas, in yeah. my opinion. No. A team with a lot of uh, a lot of injuries in the past. So. Now let's move on to your team, New York Giants. Uh, projected to go six, six uh, wins. I have them going under, unfortunately. Mm. Sorry. That's okay. Uh, what We're do you think? Your opinion. What do you think? Um, I'm, going, I'm going six and ten. Uh, that's about as... Just with the talent that's there and, you know, the the whole organization, I mean, top-down is run kind of shittily. Dave Gettleman has coasted off of, you know, other people's talent for quite some time. He did it in Carolina. It got him this job. Um, he's a fucking joke. And I don't know at what point they're going to let Daniel Jones just take the reins. Yeah, I was going to say. I've uh, been saying it. Eli Manning just needs to ride off into the sunset with his legacy. He's been a great franchise quarterback, great ambassador to football, Walter Payton Man of the Year. There's um, it a, always seems like he's in that conversation. There's a prop bet. Um, Daniel Jones, uh, game started over under three and a half. Yeah, I, I, think, I, think, I think I'm going over. Yeah, me I think, too. I think by... By uh, let's see. A lot of let's people are saying schedule. the Arizona game, home game, week seven. Yeah, I, I would a lot say of that people are saying that because you have Detroit the next week. Like mm-hmm. that's a pretty easy game. Yeah, and then you go Dallas, and then the Jets. You want to get him in there to, to where you can prepare him. Yeah, and those you, are relatively. Easy you games. yeah, you would want to put right. him in during right. that because other than that, you go 
at Chicago, Green mm. Bay, at Philly, yeah. Miami, Washington, and then Philly again. That's pretty tough. To yeah, throw toward, in there. towards the end there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I just, like, you guys have an easy start to the season. You go at Dallas, Buffalo, at Tampa Bay, and then Washington. But, like, by then, Eli's going to be, like, yeah, I don't know. I it's because if he loses those games, there's no way he's continuing to start. You'd be surprised with the Mara family what kind of shit they're <laughs> gonna pull, honestly. And like I always say with the Giants, dude, it's top down. It's what um, it's what the Maras want to do or the highway. They love you know coddling people's balls, you know preserving legacies. They're not in the business of winning. Like I said, um, I think a few episodes ago now, Pat Shermer in his heart of hearts. As misguided as he is and as underqualified as he is to be a head coach in this league, great yeah. coordinator, no doubt. Saw what he did with the Vikings. Masterful job. Not equipped to be a head coach, though. In his heart of hearts, I really think that dude wanted to start a QB controversy. I really did. It would have lit this team on fire. The media would have went into a frenzy. Oh, yeah, biggest definitely. market biggest market in the world. It's crazy I really think he wanted to do it. Even even though it's preseason, we talked about like how un, unimpressive it is to be good in preseason. Exactly. Um he did play well. Daniel Jones did play well. Like it's yeah. definitely you we can, can't you can't argue about that. It's one of those things. It's for what it's worth. Yeah. He played well. You have to and, lead with that. And like uh, Eli Manning has not played well. No. So uh, there should be at least a discussion there, mm-hmm. and there isn't, which is scary. Yeah, we'll we'll see how it unfolds in the season, though. I really think Jones is going to get over that three start uh, threshold for sure, especially towards the latter half of the season. That's the only saving grace for me of watching the Giants play this year, in I, all in all reality. Jake Kirkendall is FaceTiming me. Not time for Fortnite, nope. Jake. We're uh, we're doing some work here. <laughs> uh, next, Washington Redskins. Uh, they're over under six wins. I'm going way under. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I have them at three and thirteen. Uh, I just there's nothing impressive about this team at all, uh, at all. It's, yeah. It's bad. It's just, really bad. And just like everything else in D.C. right now, very mediocre. Yeah, and they they don't have the hardest schedule either. I mean, they play like all the same games that we play. Relatively speaking, but, yeah. Uh, it's the fact that you don't have any talent on this team. And by week seven, I think Haskins will be started or starting, and he's not – a starting quarterback, I don't think. I, I honestly... I mean, he showed flashes in the preseason. I definitely think Jones, to his credit, was more consistent. Yeah, but, um, definitely. And what we've seen, yeah. I don't like Haskins in that system. He's got... I really don't. Game started, uh, is projected seven and a half. You taking over under? It's a good that. number. I would say a little under, seven. And then uh, Jay Gruden is the favorite for first coach fired at uh, plus 333. You could quadruple that get him the fuck out of here he's he's probably up there with the worst coaches in the league oh by far yeah he's 100 percent. yeah uh but it makes me happy that he's he's in our league or uh in our division yeah it makes me happy um moving on to uh let's move out west the nfc west ouch Boink. <laughs> uh the los angeles rams are projected to win 10 and a half games i'm going over on this one of course I mm-hmm. do not see a Sean McVay team underperforming. Yeah, underperforming. Don't see that happening. I have them going thirteen and three. Yeah, I'm coming in right behind you. I have them going twelve and four. Um, I I do think you know one of those division teams, probably the Seahawks, could give them a run for their money. They do have one of the 
tougher schedules in the league. And yep. I feel like I've said that against so about I've heard. every every team I've talked about so far. But uh, they go at Carolina. That's a win. Uh, then they play New Orleans, which I think New Orleans comes in fucking swinging on that after yeah. oh, the NFC Championship game. A lot of fuel for that fire. Yeah. And then uh, they play at Cleveland. Mm, that's, that, a sh- that's, that's a show-it game for the Browns. Yes. And then Tampa really Bay at Seattle, San Francisco at Atlanta, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, Chicago, Baltimore at Arizona, Oof. Seattle at Dallas at San Francisco, and then Arizona again. Yeah, that's that's outside of those Arizona games. That is, and that's it's not crazy to say. That, like we just went through all those games, and I'm still saying they're going 13 and three. Yeah, I mean, this is a, a tremendously talented football team on both sides of the ball. I have them losing against Chicago, Seattle once, and then New Orleans. That, that's it. I just, I, dude, Chicago's defense just scares the hell out of me on paper because you, you never know. Yeah, like, Khalil Mack's already talking shit. They, yeah. they have him quoted saying, I'm ready to hit somebody. Yeah. Talking about Thursday. Look out, uh, look out, Aaron Rodgers. Look out, Green Bay. Yeah, I'm sorry. Boy on a mission. Uh, that now Seattle is projected eight and a half wins. Mm, yep, they said this last year about uh, the Seahawks. Dude. Don't don't count out Pete Carroll's teams. I mean, yeah. he's kind of a scumbag. Um, prime example his USC days, but do not count out Pete Carroll's. I have teams. them going eleven and five. I I, I don't see. Um, I, I'm again right behind you. I'm I'm going ten and six for Seattle. Uh, yeah, Just it, it's, two in the mix. Dude, Russell Wilson is good. Like well, as much yeah, as I hate the Seahawks, absolutely. And I hate Russell Wilson. Extremely consistent. Don't I, know how you yeah. can hate Russell Wilson. Dude, I hate him one so of my much. favorite quarterbacks in the league. Eight and a half wins though is just. And then you That's have insulting. San Francisco projected to go eight wins. That's dude. Like, it, it, what has Jimmy Garoppolo done? Signed a huge contract. Yeah, He's, fucked a porn dude, star. Dude, his MVP odds are eighty to one. That's not that fucking like crazy. No, it's not. Dude, he's not winning MVP. He, there's, yeah, I, I just the I fact don't see that it happening. he's like like ranked like tied for third best odds like yeah in the groups of quarterbacks. I have forty. I have the forty ers going seven and nine, and it's just because I just don't think there's enough talent there yet, and most of the talent is young. I'm not sure to what extent. Actually, no, I'm, I'm sure about the offensive line. I'm not sure to what extent the weapons outside of George Kittle around yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo. Dante I'm not sure Pettis, what they like, can produce. What? Yeah, no. And, and then Good Jared win. McKinnon is like, did you know he's like the fourth highest paid running back? Yeah, and he that, hasn't even stepped on the field for the 49ers yet. It's pretty yeah. ludicrous. A lot, it, lot of overpaid guys, a lot of people he, that need Jimmy to Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, his odds for most interceptions this season mm. is uh, 28 to 1. I think we I think we bet that. Mm. He, he, the way he played in preseason, I think we bet that. Kind of reckless. He, I'm he, throws, be honest. A, he throws some 50-50s, and they're going to be playing some good defenses. Not only that, he, and throws, he doesn't have good wide receivers. My point exactly. Not only does he throw 50-50 balls, he doesn't have the guys that can go up and win those 50-50 matchups. Yeah. One of the weaker receiving cores in the league, I think that's going to – really hinder them as the season goes on. And then Arizona is projected to go uh, five wins. I'm going under that. Yeah, I'm saying they go four. I, I like this Arizona team. It's just, I mean, Patrick Peterson has that six-game suspension. Mm-hmm. Doesn't help anybody at and all. And they just have a whole new identity as a team. Yeah, it takes time. It, yeah. I, I mean, I, 
you got to go back to go forward. I think they tank a little bit too. I, I don't see why yeah. they were like why they would be trying full. No, they're they're not in any rush. I don't yeah. think, and it's gonna show. I mean, when you when you rebuild, you have to go back to go forward. Ultimately, you have to start fresh on a they're new playing, foundation. They're playing the NFC South too, so it, it doesn't really the AFC South. You mean NFC? Who are they playing in the AFC? They are playing AFC North. Oh, that's even worse. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. Oh, they man. play at Baltimore. <laughs> Carolina, Seattle. We might have to go see that bullshit. Yeah. Just to see Kyler Murray in person would be fun. At New Orleans. Uh, oh, LA Rams. God. Then they play... They, dude, oh my... Listen to this stretch of games. They play Rams, mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, Cleveland, at Seattle, at LA Rams again. Yeah, somebody just start adding up the losses, bro. I mean, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to dogpile that's on these after guys. their bye, too. Jesus. Right I'm, after their bye, they play that. An injury prone team last year playing all that talent after their bye. I, I really think you're right. I think tank mode is going to just usher in then, after yeah, that. It's got to. I mean, I, I think they played Detroit first game. I think they can come out and win that. I really like, just yeah. surprise everybody. Absolutely. But by the time they get to that first LA game, they're mm-hmm. done. They're done. It's right. not even, and that's week thirteen. So it, by by the time, like I I think the whole like air raid offense will work in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I I have I have confidence in it. Yeah, it's just gonna take time. That Cliff Kingsbury it could be a good coordinator. I don't think he's a, a coach. I think he's a coordinator. Um, but they, they it's just such a young team that it's I don't know. You're going to have to teach that to a lot of young guys. And we've yeah. seen, like, rookies be not that comfortable, like, you know, understanding an entire playbook. You know, Lamar Jackson, Cam Newton, like, all those, like, running style quarterbacks. They, they, they like, you have to build their offense around, like, how their uh, college yeah. offense was. I mean, Lamar Jackson, you can kind of count him out because he was thrown into the mix when there was little to no install for him. He was running an yeah, offense yeah, yeah. that wasn't built around him. But outside of those other guys, like, yeah, yeah, you're absolutely his rookie right. season, they built that offense yes. around Auburn. Yes, Fran- franchise quarterbacks tend to have a lot bigger framework built around yeah. them because they're supposed to be the guy. Yeah. And Kyler Murray is going to be that, but I don't think just yet. Same with this Arizona team, not yet. Going to be a lot of learning experiences this year for the All Cardinals. Right. Moving up north. Uh, to the NFC North, the Chicago Bears are projected to win nine games. I have them going over here. I have them going uh, eleven and five. Yep. They, like I said, on paper, this defense scares the hell out of me. Oh yeah. Um, offense, there's not much to love. Uh, they but, get it done. But Nagy won Coach of the Year. Uh, it's just like mm-hmm. he, he's a good coach. Definitely. And I I think Trubisky is a quarterback you can definitely win with yeah I, I don't think he's a good quarterback i think he's more of like he a, gets the uh, job done yeah like like you just put him in the right system and the right uh put the right situation around him and he can win a lot has to be done for him yeah. but in the same token we've definitely seen that he can't make decisions by himself yes a lot has to be done for him but in the same breath if he does a lot and you know really taps into his potential this it could do wonders for this football yeah. team and i think it's there i think you're you're really gonna see uh mitch trubisky kind of turn the corner this year and uh in what ways i don't know yet i don't even want to hypothesize on that but just in general i think um you know you saw towards the end of last season his game was trending in the right direction uh have Tariq cohen 
very underrated. David Montgomery, the rookie who people are expecting yeah. a lot of, and rightfully so. Um, decent wide receiver core. I think Allen Robinson's still hanging around. Yep, he is. So he's he's pretty serviceable when healthy, and that's a big variable for their receivers and um and tight ends. I was talking to somebody about this the other day, but can you imagine if Kevin White would have panned out? Oh my god, for Chicago. Stop stop it hurt it hurts my head to think about scenarios like that yeah. it really does and he, he was because you're so right he was going to be like the next like wasn't he picked Calvin like Johnson. fifth overall oh yeah he was high all these shit. receivers man kevin white justin definitely blackman. top 10 oh justin blackman that's cool. oh, all right moving on to a team with good wide receivers minnesota vikings uh they're at nine wins i, I have them right there at nine and seven yeah, they could they could definitely get a wild card. This this division's gonna be very competitive. If you haven't if you haven't yet, go read Robert Mays of the Ringers, uh his article on the Vikings new oh, excuse me. The new offensive identity that the Vikings have taken and like how they're running play action a lot more. Right. And just, you know, completely changed the way Kirk Cousins goes through reads and everything it's just uh i i, I expect big things from the vikings this does year. d filippo have the keys for the vikings or the jags I, I, dude i i have no idea he was with the, the with the vikings <laughs> yeah, i think he he's was. with the jags now yeah because nathaniel hackett uh congressman of the second continental congress <laughs> yeah. got the boot uh that's i mean that's good for yeah, jacksonville we'll, we'll get to them of course but i for some reason i thought he was with the vikings i was gonna say he was he definitely was yeah, yeah. he was past tense so whomever they have in there now as their coordinator definitely but switching it up catering to kirk Cousins i like the fact that they're doing play action a lot because mm-hmm. you have down with cook and then you have Thielen on one side and Diggs on the other yeah and, and dalvin cook in and my kirk opinion, cousins can throw it like yes like he, he's he like he's just like Trubisky. Like he, he hasn't had a reliable running yeah, game because exactly. Dalvin Cook's hurt all the fucking yeah. time, and he's had a terrible O line. Yeah, and they they did address that in the draft. I hope you know that. I hope that as bodes long, well for Kirk. As long as forward. their defense can like hold its ground, uh, mm-hmm. very capable. Injuries really snake bit them last yeah. year too. Anthony Barr is back. You know, quick uh, quick note there. We thought he was going to go to the Jets for a while there. He's back. Uh, Mike Hughes is going to be back healthy. He was. Showing a lot of promise yeah. last year, and hopefully Xavier Rhodes can bounce back. Harrison we talked, Smith, even ooh, though he's he's, a, he's overrated, yeah, but yeah. he's good enough. Good enough. Xavier Rhodes, I hope he bounces back. We talked on the last episode about how he kind of had a bad go of it last year. Hopefully, he can get back to his Pro Bowl form. Like um, you know, like we've been saying though, very very competitive division outside of the Detroit Lions. Yeah, uh, Green Bay is projected to win nine games. I have them going mm. under seven and nine. Wow, uh, I, I just like I, I love Aaron Rodgers, of course, but it, there's not much outside of Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones that is good about this team, and their secondary. I I will say when I was looking at their schedule, and I, you know, uh, uh, you have a team like Minnesota, I I do give the Packers the nod there because of their secondary and how good it is. I mean, their quarterbacks are Jair Alexander, who balled out last year. You have Kevin King, who was a like the first pick of the second round one like two years ago, mm-hmm. and then Josh Jackson, who's a great zone corner, and uh, I just um, they I got love, Adrian their... Amos. He's pretty good. Yeah, I'm just I'm just going through their like cornerbacks. So yep. I just love their cornerbacks. So Darnell like when Savage. you're going against Diggs and Thielen mm-hmm. twice a year. I give them the nod there. From because, a sheer matchup standpoint, yeah. it's it's going to be fun to watch. I have Green Bay going eight and eight. Um, just I, I don't think it clicks the first year with Matt LaFleur yeah. in there. 
out of all of uh, Sean McVay's friends, I think he's the least equipped to be Aaron taking Rogers the job. Aaron Rodgers has like the second best odds to win MVP, by the way. Yeah, he's gonna. He's certainly gonna be a stat whore. I just they still don't have weapons around him, and that's kind of the fault of his extremely bloated contract. But you could say that about probably ten other QBs in the league yeah. in one sense or another. But it's particularly evident in Green Bay that they can't really bring you know big name talent in there. It's kind of been the case for years, and it's really. Um, you know, in some circumstances, really negated from their uh, overall, you know, promise as a team. Just don't think it clicks the first year. They're in an ultra-competitive division, probably one of the most competitive divisions, you know, tit-for-tat in football. I would say the other North, the AFC North, is probably the most competitive uh, with the Steelers, Browns, and Ravens. We'll certainly get to that, but I just don't think it clicks the first year, although Aaron Rodgers does bounce back to his MVP form. As you said, he's second in the odds for MVP. I I certainly... Think he lives up to that. And then second, uh, or not second, next, uh, Detroit is projected to go six and a half. I have them going under. Yeah, three and thirteen for the Lions. It's bleak. Uh, uh, Matt Patricia, first coach fired odds are plus nine hundred. I say we do that. That's like not even. I think it's like the fourth mm-hmm. best coach to or like highest odds for a coach. Oh, uh, you're saying we bet on that? Yeah, I think we bet on that. Yeah, I mean, I I'm he's out of there. I'm here for the betting, and we will certainly cover some more, you know, betting specific content as the season goes on. The waters are a little muddy. There's you know. one. There's one. I, I got one player prop for mm-hmm. the AFC that yeah. I'm, I'm holding on to. I'll, oh, okay. I'll yeah. Well, we, we will certainly, folks. We will certainly address some betting shit as the uh, as oh, the I'm show goes on. This year. And, oh yeah, and the season goes on. Uh, we're trying to make money. We're trying to help you make money to the extent that we can do that. It's one big pyramid scheme, folks. Everybody oh, yeah. plays, and hopefully everybody wins. So we will definitely be covering more betting content as the uh, as the road continues to wind. Um, Just and then yeah, the, I don't think very highly of this team, though, no. real quick. Uh, quick at disclaimer. All. At <laughs> all. No, I, there's nothing to even talk about. There's just a bad team. They're, big yawn. TJ yeah. Hawkinson, folks, offensive rookie of the year. Who the hell knows? Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. No. Not tight end. No. Uh, the NFC South. Saints are projected to go ten and a half wins. Mm. I mean, you got to think these are projections. Uh, yeah, but dude, that, <laughs> I got them going like fourteen and two, dog. That like, they yeah, could be the best team in the league. Me. Yeah, I, I think they're ridiculous. And they Loaded. they do like I've I've said they play some tough teams. They yeah. play Houston week one. That's then a win at L A Rams. Win at Seattle. Win. Dallas win. Tampa Bay win. At Jacksonville win. Chicago, that's where I think they get loss. their first loss. Yep. yep. Chicago's gonna beat a lot of good teams, but yeah. I think they lose a few bullshit games. Yeah, I do too. Um, then they Arizona, they have their bye. Atlanta win. at Tampa Bay win. They could sweep the division. Carolina. I think they lose one like game against like Carolina. I bet you it's because it's late in the season and they rest people. Yep. I bet you that's exactly what it is. At Atlanta, San Francisco, Indianapolis, at Tennessee, at mm-hmm. Carolina. Uh, not a terribly hard schedule. No, not no. at all. That helps them out a ton. I have them losing against one game against Carolina, one game against Atlanta, and then that Chicago game. Because mm. especially because it's at Chicago, I don't have them losing more than one in the division. I'll give you the at Chicago. Um, I just think the Falcons. The Falcons play the Saints really well. They always like that. That's always a good game. I'll give you that. Um, and then the Falcons are projected to go eight and a half wins. I got to get that over. I'm going nine and seven. Yeah, uh, they're 
Not like, quite ten and six. If they can stay healthy, I will. Eight and a half. Is I'll give them ten. Like that. Yeah, they they just had injuries last year. That's yeah. The only that's what it was. I mean, and they were still like pretty good. Yeah, they addressed offensive line too. I mean, yeah. that was the that was a big concern. I mean, even the damn Giants were Deion getting pass rushes back. Yep. Oh. He's one of the Grady best Grady Jarrett's sticking around. Game. Hopefully Vic Beasley can return to form. Yeah, it's... I mean, this is an interesting team. A lot of weapons, honestly, for Matt Ryan. Austin Hooper really put his name out there last year. Yeah. Uh, really, you know, big play guy at the tight I end I picked position. him up on fantasy early. Uh, mm-hmm. I love that. Yep. Um, really good in PPR leagues, actually. Oh, yeah, really good. And then the Panthers are projected to go seven and a half wins. I have them going over that eight, at eight and eight. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love McCaffrey. McCaffrey's. Oh, yeah. I don't know much about their defense. Like, uh, I don't think they got Brian Burns. I mean, I certainly want to watch him. He's going to be fun. He's going to jump off the page. But DJ Moore and McCaffrey are going to be really fun to build an offense around. I don't think they return to their, you know, contending form this year. But I I think a few more pieces and they're back at it. Yeah, I I tend to agree with you. I think Cam Newton's, like, just too good of a quarterback to, like, you know, sleep on. Yeah, this is another really competitive division. Like, Cam Newton himself can win seven and a half games. Yes. Easily. Just off the muscle. Yeah. And then the Buccaneers are projected to go, uh, or win six and a half. Uh, I'm going way under that. I'm saying three and 13. Yeah. They won't be the worst team in Florida, though. Oh, no, no, no. That's reserved for Um, another. they, they, They play a tough schedule. Of course, all those division games, and then they play Houston, Oof. Indianapolis, uh, Jacksonville, uh, Seattle, Tennessee, Rams, and San Francisco. But uh, I, I don't know. I, the, Jameis Winston is not good. I think he's done after <laughs> this year. I think he's he's out. I saw an article today, and it was like Jameis Winston was quietly good last season, and I was like, what? No, he wasn't. <laughs> Quietly good. They showed his stats, and I mean, they were okay, but they compared. They're paying him like twenty eight million a year. Yeah, I was I was looking at this thing the other day. I I cannot remember who put it out. Citations needed. This is why we need a producer. Yeah. Um. It was it was like a list of the most um efficient and inefficient quarterback contracts that like compared how much these some of these quarterbacks are getting paid. Yeah. Compared to output, and Winston is like bottom three. Oh yeah, by far. Mariota's probably garbage. up there too, right? Mm, he was somewhere in the middle, actually, but I think he was saved by a good run game and a good defense and just being on a generally we'll, we'll better team. We'll get to team. the Titans, but I, I don't know why I don't like them. Like I like a lot of players on mm-hmm. that team. I like a lot of pieces. But we got to hear from our sponsors real quick. We'll be right back. We would like to thank Hotel Tonight for sponsoring this episode of the Sports Desk Podcast. Here's an insider travel secret from Hotel Tonight. There are tons of empty hotel rooms out there just waiting to be booked. Luckily, Hotel Tonight teams up with some awesome hotels to help sell these rooms, and then they pass the savings on to you. Holy shit, what a deal. You think they partner up with Caesars Palace? Highly doubt it. (laughs) Nonetheless, for booking cool, top-rated hotels, maybe Caesars Palace, at incredible values, their name is Hotel Tonight. You can book in advance they're perfect for planners and procrastinators alike. You can score an amazing deal on Hotel Tonight's Daily Drop feature, which is available in most cities. Use the Daily Drop feature to find a hotel deal selected specifically for you. Once that deal is unlocked, move quickly. You don't have that much time, only 15 minutes to book. 
You can unlock a new deal every day from staycations to vacations. Just kidding. What the hell are those? <laughs> to weekend getaways. Literally have no idea what that can mean. <laughs> Great hotel deals are just one swipe away. Go to hotel.com tonight or hoteltonight.com. That's hoteltonight.com or download the app to unlock your daily drop. The daily drop is such like a clean name too. Oh, I love like, it. It doesn't even make sense for a hotel. And but. since I'm dyslexic, that's hoteltonight.com. <laughs> hoteltonight.com thank you for sponsoring the podcast hotel tonight 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 hotel uh and then guys we also want to thank me undies for sponsoring this episode of the podcast me undies is here to change your underwear not literally you're going to have to do that yourself that's rats that's a crime son of a bitch (laughs) ladies mom listen up Right now, there is a feel-free collection that offers a ultra-soft waistband that maximizes comfort with a weightless feel designed with you in mind. Not somebody else. Designed with me in mind? It's designed with you in mind. Mm. New prints drop every Tuesday, so undie exhaustion, be gone. I'm tired of mine. Yeah, dude, I'm getting these, even though they're for ladies, I like that ultra-soft waistband, and I want to feel that weightless feel. I think we're going to get them. Me Undies offers a flexible membership that offers styles for both men and women. They don't just offer Me Undies either. They also offer super soft and comfy onesies and loungewear. Dude, perfect you need for, a onesie. Perfect a for lounging. No way. Loungewear for lounging? Frick yeah. I could wear some of that right now. Me Undies has a great offer for our listeners too. They are offering first-time shoppers 15% off their first purchase and free shipping. That's a no-brainer, especially since they have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go to MeUndies.com slash SportsDesk. That's MeUndies.com slash SportsDesk. And let's all lounge together. Thank you, MeUndies. Yeah, thanks, MeUndies. All right, now let's move on to the AFC. Let's start with my... Probably my favorite division in football, the AFC North. Mm, because close it, to home. It's it yeah, it's close to home, but oh yeah. Even if they were on the complete other side of the world, this is such an interesting situation because at the end of the year, three teams could end up making it to the playoffs. Yeah, you don't see that very often. I mean, that's literally the whole complexion of the playoff picture, three teams from one division. Yeah. Goddamn. Like uh the Browns are projected to win nine games. Mm, that's low balling, son. I got I'm, Freddie Kitchen's team going eleven and five. I'm going even above that. Mm. I think they go thirteen and three. Thirteen and three. Yeah, I'm all aboard the hype train for Cleveland. I think even though they, you know, last season they had trouble opening a fridge to get a win. You remember that? The whole Bud Light thing? Oh God! <laughs> when they when they, I love Bud Light. Those beers were so skunked. You know damn definitely. well. Definitely. Uh, but yeah, it, it, I I think they went way above nine. I, I I don't see how they can't win above nine. And then the Ravens, dude, listen to this bullshit. Projected to win eight and a half games. Oh boy! Oh boy! Let it begin. You know, great sports analyst. Adam Lefko projects them to be the number one seed in the AFC. I have them going 11-5. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a tiebreaker for the division with the Browns. I likewise think they go 11-5. I think 
realistically, they can beat teams like Kansas City and New England because of how bad their run defense is. What what's the one thing New England's defense in the past like five years has always had trouble with? They've been bitching about it. Stopping the run. Run stopping the run, screen passes, options, all that. The anything that's new. And the Ravens Patriots. have weaponized all that this year with Lamar Jackson actually getting to um, start from week one, playing in an offense now that is designed around him. Greg Roman, one of the best run game coordinators in the league, is the OC in Baltimore. Mark Ingram is now in the fold. Lamar Jackson, uh, over under for rushing yards. What do you think it is? 700? 825. Damn. Wouldn't he, that be the record? He had 695 last season. And seven and he, games. And he started week 11. Wow. Uh, this guy's explosive. Teams are certainly going to be game planning for them. I'm going over on that projection. Yeah, I'll yeah. give it to you. Whatever. And then, dude, his MVP odds are 100 to one. I think we bet that. Ah, if they, yeah, I don't know, if, man. If they actually like end it. up winning 13 games or 11 games, he's in the games, conversation. He's definitely in the conversation. He is in the conversation because he's going to be the sole reason this team's winning. Yeah, I mean, I have some doubts about the offensive line. Obviously, the uh, the weapons come into play. Uh, one weapon, though, that no one is talking about, and you guys are going to learn real quick. Marquise Brown. Second, only to this man, Miles Boykin. Miles Boykin. Notre yeah. Dame product. Yeah. Dude can go get the football. He's a freak athlete. Watched him last year with Ian Book, um, who's a similarly good arm talent to Lamar Jackson, but – when Lamar Jackson's on his P's and Q's, we saw in college, very accurate, very precise. He's in an offense now um, that he has the keys to, you know, full speed ahead. Um, I, I really think that Miles Boykin is going to be um, someone that's highly regarded around the league. He's going to burst onto the scene this year. Um, Mark Andrews as well is going to have a great season. For Hey, Dad. Frank Worthington, everybody. <laughs> Did you eat that? Uh, yeah, Frank, I, I just murdered that spicy chicken sandwich about 30 minutes ago. All right. Thank you for joining us, Frank. Frank Worthington, everybody. Father of the podcast. Baltimore Ravens fan. Baltimore Ravens fan. Yeah. He's going to be joining us in Atlantic City this October. Yeah. That will be documented. It's going to be a blast. No, it's not. It's not going to be documented uh, on some at all. on some streaming platforms. Not no. all. Not available on all streaming <laughs> no, platforms. No. In another country's streaming platform, maybe. You guys are going to have to pirate that. No. But uh, <laughs> as I was saying, Miles Boykin's going to have a breakout year. Lamar Jackson's going to have a breakout. Mark year. Ingram. Yeah, it's, it's, Gus Edwards is still there. The plumber, baby. The plumber. It's a good third down back. Very you know downhill runs. Runs tall for being like five nine, and then I like, like it. Uh, yeah, I just and they, the other guy was just saying Mark Andrews. Who the hell is sleep? He is right in this class of um, elite tight ends that can catch passes and make it happen after the catch. Yeah. He is in that same conversation, maybe not production wise, but he's in that same conversation as George Kittle, Evan Ingram, guys who can you know uh, make the catch and subsequently make it happen. So I'm really. And he's on my fantasy team. I was, I was thinking about there. this because I watched, uh, I forget what, it, it was like a high school football documentary. Mm -hmm. And they had a top, you know, like one of the higher recruited quarterbacks, I forget. Oh, word? I forget the team and I forget the player. So 
Sorry, excuse me. We'll bear with you. But they designed their offense, and I'm just thinking about this because it, they could honestly do the same type of thing in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. They, so when they would have, they had a the quarterback was like a more mobile quarterback. He he, he ran a lot, ran right? A lot. Similar to he was Lamar a really Jackson. talented runner too. Mm-hmm. Similar to Lamar Jackson. Was and, it QB one? Huh? Was it no, QB one? No, 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 no. Oh, I was just saying. And they it was like on YouTube. It was like a 20 minute documentary. Oh, okay. And uh. They designed up the, all their pass plays with, like, they would have multiple receivers running routes, but yeah. they would only have one, the the quarterback look at one receiver, and if he wasn't open, that quarterback was running. That's such a smart way of doing. It. Yeah, and you gotta think because how... when you have a quarterback that is can't really read, court like defenses during the play mm-hmm. and like makes bad decisions from time to time like a trubisky like we just talked about right you just have him look at one one receiver and if that guy's not open and he's talented enough to run just fucking run yeah i mean you got to see how much traction that's going to gain in the nfl another no, thing no i'm not saying they should do it but it, it's still like uh, i was it's just something you as, as we're about. talking about lamar jackson like you know needing to read right. receivers like right. it, it just came to mind Play action is going to come into play for oh, the Ravens yeah. this year. I think it's going to be... Dude, that's going to be huge. It's going to be huge for them. It's exactly. also going to be huge how defensive play against the Ravens. Yeah, that I mean that like, too. Do we see more defenses come out like right. the Chargers did? Like that three-safety look really yeah. goes like kind of spy-heavy, try and take Lamar Jackson off of his feet, literally. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, Lamar, Lamar Jackson is set up for success, but you know damn well defenses are going to be game-planning to... Uh, you know, wholeheartedly stop him and take and take away his ability to take over games with his feet. I um, like I like the uh, the MVP odds for him. Yeah, if he hundred to one, dude, he has he has higher odds than Jimmy Garoppolo. Fuck Jimmy Garoppolo. You think Jimmy Garoppolo has a better chance than Lamar Jackson? No, winning MVP? and fuck Jimmy Garoppolo until he gets paid or, or if he already got paid. Excuse me, out of order until he goes on the field and shows us why he got paid. Yeah. Um, if Lamar, quick point about Lamar Jackson, if he can channel he, his accuracy and efficiency, which was a staple of his game in college, I mean, the sky's the limit for this guy. Yeah. Limitless potential. One of the best running quarterbacks we've seen in years. I would already mention him in the same breath as Michael Vick. Aside from the production, that's going to come. He's got a long road ahead of him. Uh, hoping he stays healthy. Um, I don't want to sound any more like I'm dick riding this guy, but um, I really think he's primed for a good year in an offense that is built for him at long last. May the Lamar Jackson haters shut the fuck up and just watch this guy play. He's really special, and I think if he does well, he is the catalyst for what should be a good Ravens team in an ultra-competitive division. Yeah, uh, and then Pittsburgh's projected to win nine games. I have them going, going over. Yeah, eight, no, eight and eight. They're eight winning. and eight? You yep. think so? Yep. I just I, th- I like them. I like them. I, I think they win 11. Mm, I, I mean, I think, I how think... do you have three 11-win teams in a division? No, no, no. I have... Cleveland going thirteen and three. Okay. Then I have Baltimore going eleven and five, and Pittsburgh going eleven and five. Damn, and you really then, got the whole house coming. And then I have Cincinnati going three and thirteen. I think that we can agree on. They're but projected to win six games. Uh, that no. I, I'll glance over that. They're terrible. They're Jake Fromm. Welcome to Cincinnati. Yeah, um, I agree. I, I I could not agree more. Let's touch on Pittsburgh real quick though. Um, Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, huge names out the door. You and ask yourself, the, who does this team have left? The Patrick Ewing theory, dude. You ever heard about the Patrick Ewing theory? Yeah, no shit. When of they, a Knicks fan, the frozen envelope. No, no. When they when they lose, when a team loses a big star, they do better. 
I mean, that that has some truth to it. I mean, I like can see a, the Spurs are something like no, that. No, no, a big star that like hasn't won anything. They do better mm. without it. That part of the Patrick Ewing theory I have not heard. Uh, everybody's heard about the frozen envelope, but so uh, I, I'm it, learning. It, I think like Bill Simmons came up with it. Yeah, honestly. I'm I'm learning. But uh, I I, I think I think now that it's just no drama in Pittsburgh and it's back to football. I I like the team. James Conner, Juju, oh, beast. Devin Bush. Beast. I, I like him. I like Devin Bush to win the defensive rookie of the year. Uh, defensive rookie of the year for me is going to be Ed Oliver. Uh, the guy's just fucking immensely talented, and it's going to show itself in the NFL when he doesn't get suspended for uh, wearing his jacket on the sideline, and he's uh, <laughs> yeah. with an organization that actually has some goddamn integrity and fans who jump through tables. That that's going to help his game a lot, I think. But uh, yeah, just quick point: Ed Oliver is going to go stupid, dumb, crazy this season. And then uh, moving on to the AFC South, Houston Texans. We loved this division last year. Are projected to win eight and a half games. I have them going ten and six. Yep, ten and six is a good number. I think that's all you're going to need to win that division. I think Uh, they'll play a few defenses that will fuck up Deshaun Watson because of how bad this offensive line was. Oh, they're horrible. Most pressured quarterback in football last year. But DeAndre Hopkins and Deshaun Watson and JJ Watt, there's just talent on this team that like can change games. Yeah. You hate to see Lamar Miller go down with the ACL injury. One of the more underrated players in football. Guy has a lot of burst, can catch and run very well. I actually caught on to him in fantasy football, not to detract from um, a very serious injury. You know, we wish the best to Lamar Miller and his family, speedy recovery. Not to detract from the injury, but on another note, in fantasy football, I caught on to him in like 2015 when he was still with Miami. Guy has a lot of potential. He really typifies what it's like to be running back in the modern NFL, catch and run it equally well. Tough loss for the Texans. How do they bounce back? Yeah, I, I, I think... They're really going to miss his production. I don't think that uh, Lamar Jackson, or Lamar Jackson, Lamar Miller, like really them losing him doesn't... I don't think it does that much. They have Duke Johnson. I don't know if Duke Johnson can pick up the slack. Dude, I, I just like... They, just they can throw the ball so much. They literally have the best receiver in the NFL. I'm not going to say he's the best receiver, but, I mean, they have a very talented you, one. Yeah, you could say he's the best receiver. You can make a case for it. I'm just not going to make the case. <laughs> he's the best receiver. Be, be, be case. Uh, and then he's Jacksonville. floor. Jacksonville. Sounds like a basketball floor. <laughs> Jacksonville is projected to win eight games. I have them going right there at eight and eight. You want to see him bounce back, you really do. And with uh, Telvin Smith is holding out. Did you know that, dude? I think Telvin Smith is actually taking time away for his family. I think that's what it is. Oh, really? Yeah, he's taking time away from his family. Telvin Smith is not in a holdout. He's just taking time away from football. I just saw he wasn't like going to play, and I was yeah, no, no. It's it's easy for um, you know, Telvin Smith, very low maintenance guy, great football player, one of the better uh, coverage linebackers in the league. Can really fly the ball. He's, um, I would say they're in the same ballpark. Telvin Smith might even be better. Uh, uh, Miles Jack misses too many tackles for my taste. But Miles Jack is definitely a better pass coverage linebacker. Uh, Telvin Smith's just as good. The Jaguars have quite a few of them. But um, nonetheless, unfortunately. They have Jalen Ramsey who blankets one exactly. side of the field. And talks that yin-yang in the process. Nonetheless, just sucks to see Telvin Smith um, off the field. Although, um, you, you, gotta, you have to give you know these guys their time and space. They are human beings. Some people Speaking lose sight of, that, of that. Wish Colts, him all the best. The 
close. Oh man, are projected to win seven and a half games. I have them going six and ten. Yep. <sighs> yeah, we really loved the Colts last year, man. I mean, and I still like them. I still think, uh, dude, it would not surprise me if I woke up tomorrow and you told me that they win the division. I'll tell you what, man. I still really like this football team. Yeah. I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> too soon, too soon. Yeah, we'll get we'll get out west soon. Yeah, but... we'll get out there. In just a second. <laughs> Damn, you uh, you really hate to see Andrew Luck leave football. I mean, fuck everybody who's bashing him. It's his decision at the end of the day. Um, I mean, I'm I'm really hurt. You know, you hate to see him walk away, but it's what he's got to do. You know, yeah. great football player. We talked about Jacoby um, Brissett's not that bad. I, he's really not, Dude. and I think he gets a lot of undue flack for Are having you telling played me behind that a lot of Prescott's... good that much better than Jacoby Brissett? I mean, he is, but Jacoby Brissett is not Nathan. So. Pe- he's not Nathan Peterman. Jacoby Christ. Brissett can, like he he is serviceable. He's proven to be a solid starter. This is the difference. Think about it. Tyrod Taylor is not a starting quarterback in the NFL, but he has like made the playoffs and everything. Mm-hmm. I I think Jacoby Brissett's better than him. I mean, I'm not going to argue that. And I love Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. Tyrod, I want to see Jacoby Brissett play a full season and really prove himself. That. I think he could do it. That would be nice. This is a really good situation. Larger body of Marlon Mack, Devin Funches, uh, T.Y. Hilton. Yeah, T.Y. Hilton. I was going to say, we got to go in order here. Their, their offensive line. Ebron had a baller season last year. Yeah, it's... Jack Doyle was back, right? Yeah, Jack Doyle was back. He was dinged up a lot last year. I, I want to see Ebron wreck... Um, you know, really reclaim what he did last season this year. I want to see him do that again. I really do. And the, with Luck leaving, um, that negates T.Y. Hillen, that negates Ebron, but just how much does it negate them with Brissett coming into the fold? Who knows? Like I said, Jacoby Brissett doesn't really have a huge body of work. He's done a lot of, like, cleanup work. You know, he's like a relief pitcher. That's, I feel like that's what he's been his whole career. Gets the <laughs> chance to really start. I'm I'm interested to see what's gonna happen here. I really am. And then as I sit here and pick my belly button, Lint, that's let's story. talk about the Tennessee Titans being projected to win eight games, six and ten. I've been going five and eleven, mm. and I love the Titans. I love Marcus Mariota. You I love think him so just, much. You hate him. He's got him like a shit rap going for him because of how bad his team has yeah. been. But I. I I don't know. I, I think, think I think you put Marcus Mariota in mm-hmm. Chicago, and they're a Super Bowl team. Uh, that's a great. That's uh, that can melt all the ice in Chicago on a December day. That take <laughs> right there, good God, got me choking on spit. And uh, shit. He's definitely he's better than Trubisky. I guess. I mean, yeah, he kind of has had a shit go of it in Tennessee. Would really love to see him get kind of a fresh start. Um, are they going to start Tannehill this weekend or what? I I've heard mixed reviews. Yeah, Have they, they named still, the starter? Let's. Let's look into it. This I, is why we need a producer, folks. Example Jamie. number 3,894 of why we need a producer. Any of you guys. All you need to do is drive here to the Thunderdome. I didn't pick the name. I just work here. Um, so I'm just telling you where I work. Noah picked the name. Thank you, Noah, uh, for employing me. Marcus Mariota is the starter. Marcus Mariota is the starter. All you got to do, guys, is sit in this kitchen table chair, right diagonal for me. How you doing? Um, and just sit on a computer and we tell you to look up shit. That's all it is. You'll, you'll get compensated, um, at the end of the month when the ad money comes around and, uh, yeah, you're hired. If you're a likable person and your breath don't stink Uh. (laughs) and your takes aren't odious, but you won't be giving takes. You'll just be, uh, researching shit. Uh, and then let's move out West. Sure. AFC West. Gotta do it at some point. Kansas City Chiefs are projected to go 10 and a half wins. 
11 and 5. And then go in 13 and 3. A little high for this Chiefs team. Next. Gotta say. Uh, we don't even have to explain why. Like, they'll be good. Patrick motherfucking Mahomes. LaShawn McCoy is back in Kansas City with his good Damian old pal Williams. Andy Reid. Damian Williams. Fuck McCoy. Damian Williams balled out last playoffs. I know I'm yelling, but he balled Frank out. Frank Clark. Frank Clark. Mahomes throws less touchdowns, similar amount of yards. He throws less t- less touchdowns because he doesn't have to go out and win every game like it's backyard football. His defense improves a whole lot with some new names in the fold. Um He's yeah. Mahomes. Tyreek Hill. Good. We didn't even mention Tyreek. Yeah, didn't even mention Tyreek Hill. Uh, the cheetah. I mean, he's kind of having Kelsey. kind of having some issues right now. Hopefully, uh, those flesh themselves out one way or another. And Travis Kelsey, best tight end in the league, is uh, second best tight end in the league. Yeah, no, uh, he's not the second best tight end of the league to a guy who runs like four routes. Um, that's, that's a good joke. Good joke. Ah ha ha ha. Ah ha 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 ha. Travis Kelsey has ah ha 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 ushered in a new era of tight end play. Ha 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 ha. That's a good joke. He is the prototype tight end in the NFL, and he has the numbers to show it. Thank and you. He, and he can't block. A, a, a yes, he can. He can. He, he can. He can't blo- even block a cornerback. He can block down the field. He can't even block a cornerback. All right. Let's see. Uh, I've seen Travis, or I've seen Zach Ertz lay a linebacker on his ass. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, let's see Ertz run a post corner. Oh no, wait. He'll just run some more five yard outs. Mm-hmm. He leads the league in reception yards. He leads while the league doing in five yard outs. Didn't Kittle lead the league in reception yards, dipshit? No. Tight end. Oh, yo. Tight end yards. This is why we need a producer. Tight end. All right. I if, like Ertz, if, but I love if, Kelsey. We'll if, leave it at that. Yeah, exactly. So like Ertz. Buying. Kelsey's two. I don't even give a shit. Kelsey's two. Fine. Reception yards by a tight end. Even brothers fight sometimes. <laughs> no, it's not that we're fighting. It's just that. We're just horsing he's around. He's a better tight end. Yeah, I can't wait to give you a noogie when Kittle has more yards. And if you if you gotta give me a noogie, I need a haircut anyway. <laughs> It'll all work out in the end, folks. Why can why is like tight ends by or reception yards by a tight end not a thing? Just look just look it up. Yeah. Just look it up, Jamie. That's all we need you to do. Just look it up. And now we wait. You know, I gotta say the spicy chicken sandwich I had from this show earlier, or from Chick Fil A. Ertz had. We don't make spicy chicken sandwiches. It was rather good. You're right. You're right. Kid will have more. Yep. But listen to this bullshit. Mm-hmm. Ertz had uh, thirteen hundred and seventy-three yards. Mm-hmm. Kid will had thirteen hundred and seventy-seven yards. Okay. We'll Kelsey take it. had twelve ninety-seven. All right. Ertz is better. Final discussion. Yeah, you, you win. Moving out you to win Los Angeles, win. the Chargers mm-hmm. are projected to win nine point four games. Ten and six. I have them going twelve and four. Mm, ten I and six. Derwin James will be back by like week six. Yeah, Alex Eckler season. Everybody, going, Melvin Gordon is probably going to hold out. Yeah, who cares? It's looking bleak. Who cares? Get him they, on a new team. I want to see him on a new team. They have a they have a good running back. Situation. Justin Jackson and Eckler. It's yeah. gonna be by committee. I mean, yeah. Uh, get Melvin Gordon a new team. I like they it. don't respect him anyway. They uh, signed Kenyon Barner too. Sure, sure. He's only been on like eight NFL teams, yeah, but, but uh, he's good for the Patriots and the Eagles. That's all I'm gonna say. Philip Rivers could be an MVP candidate. He could throw 27 touchdowns and 26 interceptions. Yeah. You never know with this and guy. And they have great receivers. They do have outstanding receivers. Mike great Williams, Keenan Allen. Yep. Joey Bosa. Healthy cornerbacks. Hopefully a healthy Joey Bosa. Melvin Ingram. Yep. 
got Jerry Tillery in the draft, improved oh, yeah. up front. I mean, it's going to be an interesting team, um, as it always is. I'm just going to walk away and say this. Get Melvin Gordon the hell out of there if you don't want to pay him. I think Tom Telesco is a little stupid for not paying Melvin Gordon, but if you don't want to pay him, get some assets for him. Oakland is, is projected to win six games. Uh, four and 12. I'll tell you what, man. Four and 12, I just don't think it's time yet. All right, what about the Broncos? They're projected seven. Six and ten. I think the Raiders might do better than the Broncos. I hope they do. I just don't, I, don't, I don't like teams that have no, quarterback. look good. A quarterback situation going into the season, like a like a. Um, we have a rookie, but we we don't want to like look how bad the Ravens did at the beginning of the year last year. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I don't they, know how they, much better they, Flacco can do in Denver. I mean, he's got good yeah. playoff history there, but I mean. Yeah, uh, just what's a lot that of a lot of questions. Um, and then moving out to the AFC East, this joke of a division. The uh, Patriots are projected to win eleven games. I, I have them right there at eleven five. Yep, the division does get better though. Um, Top to bottom, the Jets definitely improved. The Jets are projected seven and a half wins. I have them right under at seven and nine. I got them at nine and seven. I mean, I think the Jets are going to be pretty solid. They shit. They might even contend for a playoff spot. Who the hell thought we were going to say that? Ever again. Both those wild card spots will be gone. Because I, unfortunately, the AFC, North. the AFC is very competitive, but I, I do think the Jets definitely turn the corner. I have them at nine and seven. Uh, and the Patriots at eleven and five for obvious reasons. The Bills are projected seven wins. I got them eight and eight. I mean, I think they're going to be good, but not yet. I still don't think Josh Allen has um, many weapons. At least not any above five ten. Uh, doesn't really have a big receiver you can throw the ball to. And then That's, the Dolphins are projected QB. four. I have them right there at four and twelve. I have them at two and fourteen. That's going to be a what do you horrible think? Horrible football. When team. do you think Josh Rosen starts? Week eight. His uh, game started over unders nine and a half. Give him week eight. I don't know. I mean, Fitz Magic is going to run out eventually. You know, that guy's got to ride Dude, off in the sunset. They, they start off and they win. That's going to be fucking crazy. They oh, play it's Bald- nice. Dude, they play Baltimore. Oh, they're going to get week one. Dude, then I they don't go care where it's at. Listen to this Baltimore, New England, at Dallas, Chargers, Washington, at Buffalo, at Pittsburgh, Jets, at Indianapolis, Buffalo, at Cleveland, Philly, Jets, Giants. Cincinnati at New England. Outside of about four games, that's, that's they might not they might win that last. They might win that last like stretch of games: the Giants, Cincinnati, and then at New England. Yeah, I mean those are just going to be teams playing for picks at that point. Yeah. Outside and of New England, New obviously. England will be resting players by then. Yeah, good chance. I I don't know. I mean, there's just a lot to be desired for this Dolphins team. They're already shipping guys out. Kenny Stills out of the building. I think that's political. I mean, Stephen Ross is kind of a jerk-off anyway, and I guess he just wanted Kenny Stills out of the building. That was definitely top-down. But as far as this division goes, we know what the Patriots have. Uh, Tom Brady is Tom Brady. If if people want to latch themselves onto the narrative, oh, he's going to collapse sooner or later, I mean, go ahead. That's pretty irresponsible. I mean, I, 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 think, it, I think it's coming. I think it's coming. I'm not even going to entertain any of that because people say it every year, and until it shows itself, I'm not saying anything. New England has a stretch of games where they go New York Jets Mm -hmm. at at New York. Then they play Cleveland at Baltimore, at Philly, Dallas, at Houston, Kansas City. That's fucking a tiring stretch of games. It is, and Tom Brady's done it many a times. But he hasn't done it when he's this old. (laughs) 
Yeah, they those said that are, when he was that old last year as well. Those are like Cleveland. That's a loss. What have we been talking about? I those think are that, those... I think Cleveland is the first loss of the season in Week Eight. Mm-hmm. And I then, think they lose I that th- as well. I think they lose at Baltimore too. Yep. And then they play at Philly. I think they lose that too. Okay. And then you're playing Dallas. Oh, they you, mop you'll Dallas. Win that. Mop them. But then you're going at Houston, Kansas to City. Win. It's another win. Actually, I, I, I think Kansas I, City's a toss-up. They will beat Houston. That won't be a problem. I think Dallas and Houston are wins, but Kansas City. I think by the time like your like your team has to be exhausted by the time you get done that stretch of games. What have we been saying though? These good teams are gonna have those like show it games, and I really think, um, you know, for the betterment of the NFL, there's really a lot of those show it games between like fringe good teams, and then you know the the proven teams like the Patriots. Um, I'm Patriots just re- might come out week one and lose to Pittsburgh, and then that could go anyway. And then I mean, those after two teams, that, you after never that, know. there's going to be that narrative of Tom Brady's done. They said it like last year when he was three and four. Guy turns around and wins a Super Bowl. We gotta stop. We gotta stop yeah, latching he, ourselves on. Is he narrative. winning the Super Bowl this or, year? Are the Patriots? Winning oh yeah, the they're the favorite. No, I'm saying, did he win the Super Bowl last year, or did the Patriots win the Super Bowl? Tom Brady has a ring on his finger yeah, as a result but, but, of playing for the New but England But what Patriots. I'm saying is, like, the narrative of Tom Brady's done doesn't have to mean the Patriots suck. You're right. Those things can be mutually exclusive. But I'm saying it is irresponsible to to latch them together and say, oh, Tom Brady's done. Patriots are on their way out. Because that's usually what that means. I mean, the guy is the cornerstone no, of that I, franchise. I think, I think it usually Tom Brady could have itself. a – I mean, think about – Fucking Peyton Manning, the year they won the Super Bowl mm-hmm. in Denver. Right. Uh, like, I think Tom Brady could have a terrible year. I don't even think this roster is that talented, though. I really don't think this roster is that talented as that Denver team. That, they had the best defense in football, weapons left, right, and center. Demarius Thomas was actually good. Sanders, I mean, they had a lot of good talent. Yeah, they, they had have, a lot of talent. They have Flash team. Gordon back, baby. Oof, I'm, I'm pissing Nikhil Harry's on IR, man. Yeah, that I'm sucks. Or PUP. I don't know. All these you know, abbreviations. They have, that one, up. they have that one white guy now. Oh, that one white guy. <laughs> There's like uh, oh, just one. Are you sure? <laughs> no, they they uh like some rookie, and he went undrafted. Braxton Barrios. Yeah, whatever his fucking. Oh, name he is. out of Miami. Yeah, he's quick, dude. He's he's yeah. sneaky quick. So we'll, Ben we'll Watson, I think he's suspended too, though. Jesus, Sony Michelle is gonna be good though. He might be top five in rushing touchdowns this year. Guy gets a lot of touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Good by the goal line. Uh, good downhill runner. Uh, James White, of course, you know, can run and catch it equally well. So Tom Brady's still got guys. I mean, it's just going to be interesting to see, like you said, if the age narrative finally fleshes itself out, this tired fucking narrative, the drum that they've been beating on ESPN for four years now. Let's see if it finally happens because those douchebags are just so up on everything. Um, it's going to be an interesting division. We've said that about a few divisions. Uh, good up-and-coming teams in this AFC East. I think the Jets could really, you know, under the right circumstances, could really make some noise. And they get the Patriots twice. They get their chance to prove with some new weapons. So uh, we will see, my guy. I am really looking forward to it. I never thought I'd say that about the AFC East, but the time has come. I'm getting tired just talking about the AFC East, how boring it's going to be. You might know who we are. But we know who you are. And we're going to end it on that. Thank yep. you guys for tuning back in to our NFL preview. Wherever you guys are watching the games this week, be safe, somewhat responsible, and enjoy somewhat. enjoy it, baby. Football is back. I've been waiting for it forever. The weather's getting cooler. Oh, I can't wait for Sunday. Oh, 
I'm itching. I'm going to be at work. Doing? You're working Sunday? Yep, working Sunday. Fuck. I'm bootlegging the fuck out of those games nah, on Reddit. I'm going down to house and watching those. Games. That's what I like yeah. to hear. I uh, won't be down I there. I don't know if you're listening. Rob, if you're listening. Ooh, Robert Taylor. Oh, We're going to be working with Rob real soon. Stay tuned for that. And thank you guys again for tuning back in. Thank you, MeUndies. Thank you, Hotel Tonight. Thank you. And that yeah, is all yeah, yeah. for the Sports Desk Podcast. Good night, Ryan. Good night, Noah.